0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the prayer line. You know, the month of February is already into the third week. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, and love was in the air. But the Bible's description of what love should be is found in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. And it says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. Think about this. God has made us the object of his love. So let's make others, especially those who may not deserve it, the object of our love. Amen. Amen. Well, let me introduce our team today. My name is Heather Dawson. I'm facilitating the call. And we have Sister Victoria Wimberly, and she will bring the devotion this morning. So let's say good morning to Victoria. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Mother Heather. How are you this morning?
0: I am well, honey. I am well, and it is good to hear you this
1: morning. Yes, the love of God allowed us to arise one more time.
0: Amen. Yes, so true, so true. And we also have Minister Helena Marty, and she's going to be praying for the requests uh, that have come to us. So good morning to you, Minister Helena. How are you this morning?
2: Good morning, my da- I am doing well. Thank you
0: amen amen and you sound well too well you know we always want to honor bishop and pastor Adrian we thank God for them <clears throat> excuse me you know it's important that we pray for bishop and pastor Adrian they've been called by God and have been given a great responsibility and God holds them accountable therefore prayer is vital. They are guardians that have been placed over a people, over the house of new destiny. And many need discipling, nurturing, mentoring to bring the church to maturity. And you know they need to be surrounded by those that will hold their hands up and prayer warriors that will pray through in every situation and circumstance. And so let me say good morning to Bishop. Bishop, good morning. How are you?
3: Good morning, Elder. God bless you this morning. Good morning to everyone that's on the line this morning. How are you?
0: I am well. I am. The yes. love of God woke me this morning. Amen. Yes. <clears throat>
3: I believe we all love God because the love of God that woke us. up this world. Amen. Yes,
0: we did. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So it's good to hear your voice, and we pray that Pastor Adrian is doing well also. And we do cover you in prayer because we know that great responsibility rests upon you.
3: Thank you so much. Yes, Pastor Adrian and myself, we're doing well. We're doing, we're doing very well. So thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Father, we stand in the midst. You stand in the midst of us this morning. Your love for the world was so great that you gave. You gave your only begotten son. And if we just believe that he is, then eternal life is ours. Father, bless your word now as it comes through your daughter, Victoria, and may it fall upon good ground that has been prepared to receive. Yes, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Sister Victoria, it is yours. Thank you, Mother. Thank you, Mother. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. Good morning, Bishop, and to Pastor Adrian. God has blessed us, truly blessed us. And when we think about the things that God has done in our lives, all we can do is just give him the glory and thanking him each and every day. One of the things that we don't realize is that God is our security blanket. He's our security blanket. This morning I'm going to speak with you about the the scripture out of Joel 2 and 27, where the word says, The I am is in the midst of you. So good morning to everyone again, and we praise our God this morning and for all that he's doing in and around our lives and in his people's lives. My question to you this morning is, do you recognize who you are and whose you are? See, you are a part of a man larger than man that opens up the windows of heaven and pours out blessings that you can't even imagine or even think because he's continuously in the midst of you. Are you asking God, who are you? Have you known that your God is in the midst of you? Have you done something where he caught your attention and you decided to maybe turn backwards and not go forwards? or he told you to go left and not to the right, according to the word out of Isaiah 32 and 17? What did God create you to be? Where are you right now in this time period during 2022? Has he perfected something with your hands, with your mind, with your heart, to do something, to do great works, knowing that he is already in the midst of you? Is this the restoration period that you are believing God for? Joel 2 and 27 says, Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, your heart, that is. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other like me, and my people shall not be ashamed of everything that I do, everything that I provide for them and the manner of their heart and what they're doing for other people. So when you are asked who helped you to get to where you have gone to, who are you asking? Are you asking yourself? Are you asking your friends? Are you asking your supervisor? Knowing our God works with the quickness and he's always sweatless when you know that he's in the midst. You have to tell others that it was all God. It wasn't me. I was just in a position where God used me. And who was in the midst of all of your prayers? Because whenever we speak out into the air, we dispatch the angels to know what it is we're asking our Lord to assist us with. The Lord says on his word, write it down and make it plain. So when you make it plain, God knows specifically what you're asking him to do in you and through you. Moving towards your restoration, he will be there in the midst. Believe you me, he will be there in the midst. No matter what happened on your yesterday, what you have you have gone through so that God can show you, and something that he is doing right here, and right now. And that's why you're on this Breakfast of Champions prayer because we know that the devotion gives us inspiration to continue in the day and don't quit on God and don't quit on ourselves. No matter what area of your life has been shaken up or disturbed, press forward to be restored and be in position. Joel 2 and 13 says, render your heart and not your garments. See, your garments cannot be restored back to wholeness, no matter how, how many needles and threads that you have. Only your heart and your relationship with God can return you unto what has been taken away. Wholeness, again, wholeness, the word says in definition, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Bishop said on Sunday at the Sunday service, Don't lock yourself out from God. Give God keys to you. Give God keys to your dimension. So if you understand the terminology of dimension, it says any one of the three physical or spatial properties of length, area, and volume. That means a wide territory. We serve a huge God. That covers a wide territory. That sounds like a major impact without measure, and you're taking your authority over what God has orchestrated for you. Restoration from the Lord can mean the grace. Bishop said really unfathomably, he said, it was unmeasurable vision that is unmeasurable. Again, the grace is unmeasurable, and it has a vision that is unmeasurable. What is that? That sounds like increase and enlarge my territory. Zechariah 1 and 21 says, I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. My house shall be built in it, and a surveyor's line, again, a surveyor's line shall be stretched out over Jerusalem which is confirmation that our God is stretching the line of restoration everywhere that you step, praise God. Zechariah 2 and 2 says, The angel of wisdom said unto the Lord of Zechariah, he was going to measure Jerusalem to see what its width and what its length was. That sounds like the window of restoration was being measured. Jerusalem was being measured As a town without walls, a town without walls, unlimited, again, unlimited. Our God is an unlimited God, always in the midst of us providing restoration unto the things in which he knows that we have been created to have. If this isn't a word from God this morning, hallelujah, I don't know what is. Now that sounds like something to shout for our God this morning. For God is among and in the midst of everything you are being restored with. Remember that God said that he was measuring on a surveyor's line the width and the length of the territory. Praise God. So this morning, we give our Lord the glory. And we continue to stand on Philippians 1 and 6. The Word tells us being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And again, coming out of Joel 2 and 27, the Word says, I am in the midst of you. There's this song that says that, won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. He'll always do it. He's restoring you. He's recreating you. And he's a huge guy with lots of dimensions. So I'm asking you this morning, as you give God the glory for a rising today, I'm asking you, what's your security blanket? It's not the quilt that's on the bed that you called out of this morning. It's not the socks that you may have had on last night when you went to bed because it was kind of chilly. But it was the God that you serve and the God that you honor and the God that you speak and declare daily that you love him. We give him all the praise and all the glory. So, Lord, we thank you for the word this morning. We pray that the word has penetrated and marinated someone's spirit that you have orchestrated to be spoken this morning. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for the dimensions, Father God, understanding that whatever you do has a covering of length, area, and volume, and it is unlimited in dimensions. We give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory. In the mighty name of your precious son, Jesus, and we all say amen. Amen. Yes, we all say
0: amen. Amen. I love it. God is our security blanket. Think about that. What does he do? He just wraps himself around us. And so, as uh, Sister Victoria said, you know, the devotion that we start out with on the prayer line, or when you spend time the other mornings in the Word of God, it gives inspiration to you, to press on forward, no matter what is going on. Just look around and you're going to see God in the midst of it all, if your faith and your trust and your hope is in Him. Hallelujah. There was a good word this morning. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it. God is in and around you, no matter where you go today he is your security blanket hallelujah hallelujah so father we're coming at this time and we're going to bring the petitions and the needs of others before you so we ask holy spirit that you flow through minister helena as she comes to pray and we will be in agreement with her minister helena
2: thank you mother Good morning, everyone. What a wonderful devotion from Sister Victoria. We have one praise report and few other prayer requests. A praise report came from one of the members that attends our free shower ministry. Um, there was a request for a job, and this person got a job. So we are rejoicing with him, and we thank God for answering prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for allowing us to approach your throne once again. It is by your grace we honor you for all that you do for us. If not because of the divine blood, we will not have that privilege to come all the way to your throne room and to speak with you. So we thank you for accepting us and granting us that we should bring all our requests to you, and we do know, we come with confidence that you are answering all our requests. We are interceding for Merlin Maddock, for who um, he wanted her blood pressure. Okay, she wanted her blood pressure to be stabilized and also to have peace. We know that you said in Mark 534, daughter, die faith. Had made these holes. go in peace and be whole and whole from your plague. We do believe on that, Father God. This is her message, Mark five thirty-four. She will go in peace in her heart and she will be free from her suffering. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are all agreeing on this word for her today. Our sister Ruth Lang is asking prayer for her nephew. Uh, requesting salvation and healing because his nephew had a hip fracture and with some torn tissue. And so this morning, Father God, we are also declaring healing to this nephew. His bones will be healed in the mighty name of Jesus because it was brought up here on this line. For James 5.15 said, And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Father God, we are asking that may the nephew mm-hmm. talk to you during this time of need. May his heart turn toward you. May he listen and hear his inner man as his aunt teaches and introduce you to him in the mighty name of Jesus. For we know by grace, by grace that we have been saved through faith. So we pray by faith that he will soon confess with his mouth that Jesus is Lord and will believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead so he will be saved. We thank you so much for this opportunity, and we pray, we know, that, yes, he will listen and he will welcome you into his life. Father God, we also bring Isaac Samuel to the tone of breakthrough. He's asking for a breakthrough. He's been on a journey that right now he needs you to break him through. So we thank you for providing him a job, Father God. We also bring all the members that utilize the shower ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, there is no such thing in the Bible. And so we want you, Father, you said there's more. We remember when you used five loaves and two fishes supplied by a boy to feed multitude When you landed and saw the large crowd, you had compassion on them and healed their sick. You said we will be able to do more. So, Father God, we know there is more. Right now, we are creating this shower ministry. But, Father, what we are praying for actually is for these people to be able to live in the way that you have already ordained them before they were even born. May they get hold of your word, Father God. You are a God of breakthrough. So we do know that you are able to do all that they want, all that they're asking for, as long as they practice the faith, Father. An unusual encounter is what we're asking right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for many, many testimonies that will come forth because we are declaring your word over them this morning. They are the overcoming, because that's what your word said. It has stated in John 16 33, they are the head and not the tail, Father God. We thank you for upholding all of them with your, your mighty hand in the name of Jesus. We declare Jeremiah 29, 11 over them. For you know the plans you have for them. declare the Lord. Plans to prosper. Father, they need you in the mighty name of Jesus. They don't need our shower ministry. They need the word. They need you because you said you have a plan not to harm them, plans to give them hope and future in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you so much. We are entering into a season where people will see you through us, and so that is what we're asking for. We know, we know that there is more. There is more than what we're doing now. So, Father God, I commit all the intercessors into your hands, and I pray that any time, Anyone sees them, may that power, may that power that was in you when you saw the crowd, may that power flow through them and heal people sick in the mighty name of Jesus. Heal them and, and do what you have called them to do. May that power flow through them. May people see you through them in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much for giving us this privilege. We know that you have heard us. And therefore, praise reports will come forth and we will start praising you now for answering this prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I have prayed. Amen and amen.
0: Amen, amen. And we feel that prayer in the blood of Jesus. And we do expect to hear praise reports. Thank you, Minister Helena, for praying. Matthew 18 19 and 20 out of the Amplified says, Jesus said, if two of you on earth agree, if you harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything and everything that they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. For wherever two or three, and there's more than two and three on the line this morning are gathered, drawn together as my followers, in into my name. There I am in the midst of them. Praise God. Praise God. And we do lift up those needs. We come in agreement, and so therefore we expect to hear more praise reports coming forth. Thank you, um, Minister Helena, for praying this morning. I want to go back to Sister Victoria. Um, we always like to know if they have anything further that they would like to share when they bring the devotion. So, Victoria, do you have anything else this morning?
1: Uh, thank you, Mother Heather. Yes, I would just like to leave everyone with the scripture out of Second Corinthians 1 and 22. What God has emphasized to us, who also has filled us and given us the spirit in our hearts and everything that we're asking is a guarantee. Healing, prosperity in the mind, spirit, and soul. And so our God has laid it on his living word, and so we believe it and we trust it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, uh, Victoria. Bishop, do you have anything you would like to share before we close out this morning.
3: Yes, I want to share a thought. I want to go back to something that uh, Sister Victoria said this morning and um, highlight it, because I don't want you to run past it. The first scripture she opened up, and she's tied this together very, very good. And the first scripture she opened with was talking about the great I Am, And then she just talked about, excuse me, the spirit, the spirit. Now, pay attention to what um, I really believe the Lord wants us to understand. And so we, we understand, those of us who are mature Christians, or you've been born again any length of time, you understand that The great I am is the God who manifests himself with Moses. He's the one who called Moses when Moses was going to Pharaoh. And he says, who should I say sent me? He says, I am sent you. Now, when we've been dealing with this scripture, we've been dealing with the restoration, he says again, I am in the midst of my people in Israel. First he says Israel. And they shall never be ashamed. Never be ashamed. And so that's for Israel. But God is in the midst of his people, and we shall never be put to shame. So we have to understand that the God who calls us is the great I Am. And I capitalized the I and the A and the M. He is the great I Am. In other words, he was, he is, and he will be. He was, he is, and he will be. God is ever existing. We have to understand that. He's self-existing. And he just is. Praise God. He just is, and so everything and everyone else comes and goes. It, it just we just come and go. But God is. It's because of Him we have our being. It's because of Him, who the Great I am, we exist. It's because of Him we breathe. It's because of Him that we are. The scriptures tells us that every word of God is god breathe, And so it's because of God that we are who we are. But she also mentioned this security blanket, which then she tied it up at the end, making reference to the Spirit of God. John says, <laughs> or John calls him through, through through the book of John's gospel. Jesus actually called him, but it was through the book of John's gospel he's telling the narrative. He says, "But the Comforter, <laughs> the Comforter." And so we, you, you think of a Comforter, you think of that thing to go on to bed. And like you said, it's not that 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 one to go into bed. No, 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 no. It's the one that goes upon on the people or he comes up on the people of God. I want to say it like that. He comes upon the people of God, especially in New Testament, saint to empower them, to give them power. And so it that's through Jesus Christ, the anointed. So Christ is the reality of everything we need. <laughs> if we need rest, Christ is our rest, because it is through Jesus Christ we have the Spirit of God. You can't have the Spirit of God departed from Jesus Christ. And so now it's through the great I Am who has provided for us everything we need to return to Him, and in the process of returning to Him through Christ Jesus, now we receive His comfort, we receive the Comforter, and now It's through that we have a revelation, praise God, that everything we need, God has already provided. He's our rest. If we need food, he's our food. If we need joy, he's our joy. Christ is, listen to me, he's the reality of everything we need in the universe. Everything you will ever need in life. I said Sunday, everything you will ever become begins with salvation. Everything you ever will become, everything you will ever become, begins when you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and as your Savior. Don't let anyone Minimize that. Don't let the enemy minimize it. I don't care how many battles you face, and I want you to hear me when I say this. I don't care how many battles you lose. How many battles you lose? Because cause, you know you just be honest. You don't you don't win every battle. But just because I lost the battle, don't mean I'm gonna lose the war. I don't care. But everything you will ever become is based upon what God has already done in you. And we need to know that we are victorious in Christ Jesus. We already have the victory. We already possess what is better. He says he's given up a, a better covenant based upon better promises. Well, hey, have a blessed day and it's always wonderful being with you all. God bless you.
0: Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. That was uh that was uh, uh how shall I say? That that was the the last part of the devotion. Uh Victoria gave us such a great uh devotion this morning. You came in and you just kind of sealed it and we praise God We praise God for his word. We praise God for who he is. I love it. He comes up on the people of God. When we trust, when we believe that Jesus is our Savior, God just wraps us. You know, destiny is already put within each and every one of us. Our destiny is already Placed. It is for us to get ourselves in the position where God can work through us and for us. We are to be his voice on this earth. We're to be the ones that bring the gospel, the truth to the people that are searching and seeking. So we have been fed a wonderful, wonderful breakfast this morning. And as Victoria said, the breakfast of champions. Indeed, it is. So, you know, don't lock God out today, people. Don't lock him out. Hallelujah. He has good things in store for us. And yes, we will go through storms and battles. And some we win and some we don't. But that doesn't, Make God any less than who he is in our lives. Amen, amen. So, Father, as we close our time together on the prayer line, we seek your protection over each and every person and their households, praying Psalms 91 over us. We will be shielded from harm because we have made you our hiding place. These days are full of danger and trouble and many find themselves in a battle. And as we fight our enemy, you tell us not to let our minds and our hearts faint and not to fear or to be terrified. For you, Lord God, are with us to fight for us, against our enemies, to save us. What comfort and peace there is in knowing God is for us and not against us. So wrap yourselves up. Let God just hold you close. Let him guide you. Remember, you're not forsaken. God is always there. Father, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. Amen and amen. Open up the line, please.